0: This your boy Steve Cash with The Poor Podcast, a.k.a. The Fitness Daddy. We here with Guru Speaks Podcast. Fuck with him. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, The Guru, here. Back at you with episode four. Man, we just cleared 3,000 followers, so I want to say, give a big shout-out to you, my supporters. Man, Mike, I remember when um I created my page and I had only 50 followers, homie. Now they calling me Mr. Three Thousand, homie. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I definitely want to thank you guys, my 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 supporters. Uh, I don't want to call y'all my fans. Y'all like family. So I just definitely want to say appreciate the love. All my peoples that I, I I mess with from West Coast, East Coast, Down South, Midwest. All the love I've been getting is much appreciated, and I'm a. Throw it back to y'all a thousand percent. So I really appreciate it. So this episode I'm getting into, man. Are you being vulnerable to the wrong and right things? It's a psychological warfare out here. Be cautious what you give value to. Is life a game? There's too much simping going on out here. Y'all need to chill on that. Trusting your process, taking a leap of faith, and the difference between loyalty and being loyalty out of convenience. So we're going to get, oh, and I answer questions this episode, everybody been asking me questions, so I appreciate y'all sending them in, so I will address that. Mike, let's get it to him, bro. Everybody, it's your boy the guru here. Back at you with episode four, part four, whatever you want to call it. And um, I'm gonna get into being vulnerable to the wrong and right things. This here is like it's it is something that I feel like I needed to address because as humans, as a society, we are vulnerable to certain things, and it's okay, you know. It's alright to be vulnerable to your family. It's alright to be vulnerable to your friends, the ones that the ones that you can trust, or your significant other. But I notice a lot of people they're vulnerable to the wrong things, and the the people I just said your family, friends, and our significant other that'll be quote unquote the right things, or not even right or wrong, just what feels, you know, good to you that you can be in a at an emotional state without being judged but when i say vulnerable to the wrong things um i i i'm talking about when somebody is like you can say hey the moon is green and they just believe anything being vulnerable like it's not good and you can definitely get taken advantage of like that like if you just believe anything and somebody can really see you as a doormat and you could just be, like, to the point where you'll get taken advantage of your whole life. And you could see, well, you could tell what kind of person that you're dealing with, you know, because I, I brief, I spoke on that previously, um, body language and energy. But it's not to the point where you should be letting people run all over you. Like, you shouldn't just be believing anything. Like, if I said, hey, uh, Tampa has over 2.3 million, um, the population's 2.3, you shouldn't take my word for it. You should go look it up yourself. Find out the facts behind everything before you believe anything. And And I'm speaking from experience. You know, when I was a youngster, I caught myself, I was caught up in, like, believe in anything so I had to self educate myself I'm like man don't just take what people don't just take the BS that people selling you don't be vulnerable and um, one of my first jobs I was a youngin like 18 and um, guy used to work for my supervisor at the time he was like he said guru he said my real name but he's like man guru he was like you're so vulnerable man you need to, like, not be like that no more. He's like, you a nice guy, but you need to find a balance. So I said, all right, Mr. G, that was his name. I know he probably won't hear this. He an old white man, but <laughs> but I want to tell him good-looking G, you know, because that really opened my eyes and got me privy to a lot of things that was going on in society and how people are just vulnerable. And that was back in 2010. Nine years later, I still see people being vulnerable. I see. I, I see people being vulnerable to what the news says. For instance, last year, you know, I'm from born and raised in Tampa, the great state of Florida. The hurricane. We get a lot of hurricanes between the uh, months of August and November. If I, if, if I'm correct, that's. I just gave you all an example. Don't take my word for it. Go look it up. <laughs> but. Um, but everything I say on here, you could take it to the bank. But you get what I'm saying. But what I was trying to say, the news had everybody shook. Like, oh, it's gonna come, and it's a category five or four or five, whatever it was at the time. And I, I just rem- just remember the my whole city, man. Tampa stand up, by the way, my whole city just being in a state of duress. I remember, like the uh, new the local news is telling us, and we had made it to the point we were on CNN and um the uh, local news and national news saying you guys better shack up and get gas and get out of town. I remember a lot of people were migrating to the ATL. Shout out to all my folks in Atlanta. I know y'all listening. A lot of people is going to Atlanta and 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 all that uh or or just different parts of the state. Some people is going down south to to the 305 and Fort Lauderdale. Some people are going to North Florida. Shout out to Duval orlando they were supposed to get they the news said they're supposed to get it worse than us, so I was like why why the hell y'all driving uh an hour east to orlando <laughs> they they were supposed to hit it uh, get it hard shout out to my man e j in, in in orlando and the zo and the zo view podcast out of shout out to them, but they you know everybody was just in a great state of vulnerability, everybody was scared. I remember going to the gas station um trying to get gas. And every people were fighting and over gas and, and I I remember my car I pulled up to put gas in my whip, they had ran out of gas. The whole gas station ran out of gas. Granted, it was a small station, but all the stations around my neighborhood ran out. Seven Eleven for those that I don't know where you, wherever you live, it's probably Seven Eleven. That's a big ch- gas chain in the country, right, Mike? That's Seven Eleven's pretty big, you know. Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> 7-Eleven, um, Shells, whatever, Circle K, wherever you at, Exxon. Nobody had gas, man. And I remember people being so scared and fearing for their lives. And then, you know, food. I remember the only place that was open for food was Subway. And I'm like, I love to go to Chili's and, and get me that triple dipper to eat. There was no place to eat. had <laughs> no gas or where you was going to go. So if you hadn't Got gas ahead to Atlanta. Wherever you was going, you was just SOL pretty much. And the hurricane comes. And the news is telling us, oh, it's going to be a Category 4, Category 5. People are going to lose their life. And I remember West Palm Beach watching them. Shout out my people down there. They were on CNN, and I remember there was like a crane what's that thing called with the top of the construction, the crane, I think that's what it's, yeah. <laughs> and it was spinning and there's these condominiums right next to it. And the news had said they were gonna, um, it was gonna fall and, and and crash. Now, come on. But when you scared, that sound like it's gonna happen. CNN could have said, God coming tonight at 8 o'clock and I, I promise you people would have believed it. And uh, matter of fact, my aunt was shook. Auntie, I'm gonna put you on blast. But, um, <laughs> and then the hurricane finally came. The only thing that our local news was accurate about was around the figure time that it was going to arrive, but it didn't do the damage. And, you know, I'm trying to be like, nah, it's not that, you know, it's it's bigger than what, it's not what people are, the news is saying it is. They just want us to be scared or whatever. You have to leave your house or whatever. And my man um Todd down in um uh, in Miami, I think he was living in Lauderdale at the time. And I had hit him. I'm like, bro, because down south was supposed to get it the worst before we get they were supposed to go down there and then come up here to Tampa. And um I remember hitting him up and all my people's down there and um cousin Damon and all them. And uh they were like, nah, we good. I was like, what? But the news is telling everybody that Cash is dying left and right, that the second coming of Jesus is, is in South Florida. Everybody, nah, we good. Y'all good? And I remember my, my homeboy is like, we just chilling, bro, waiting it out. But I was like, but, bro, I'm looking at the news right now It's saying that for a lot of their Miami area, uh, people was just going crazy, man. People killing. He was like, bro, we just chilling, waiting it out, bro. We going to be good. But that goes, everything I just shared with y'all goes back to the point where you don't let people sell you anything because a lot of people were scared. A lot of people thought their lives was going to come to an end. Everybody was like, damn, this is how I'm going to die in a hurricane? (laughs) But you got to be careful what you be vulnerable to, man. And, And I'm not saying it's okay not to be, but just watch what you're being vulnerable to and just make sure... That you know what people are trying to sell you. Cause we we get um tried if you will, quote unquote, every day. Your job's gonna try you, people are gonna try you. Um, but you just have to make sure, look, I'm not vulnerable to the fact of I'm not just gonna give this person that'll get me mad. I'm not or whatever. So watch what you give your you're vulnerable to and watch what you give your emotions to. So that's what I'm trying to just tell y'all, you know, don't buy all the bull-ish that they sell. Because they will sell it. But what keeps them in business is people buy it. Sometimes literally. Sometimes, you know, uh, um, fi- uh, figuratively speaking. And that's what the news was doing to us. Now, I do respect that they were... Um, Trying to keep us safe, but they were going a little bit overboard because if it was such a big, such a uh, our life is in jeopardy and threatened, y'all wouldn't be in that damn studio giving news of y'all sell. Y'all <laughs> y'all'll be out, out of town too. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's that that's my thing on being you know being in a state of vulnerability, man. But again, it's cool to be vulnerable, but just watch what you give your vulnerability to. So that goes into my next uh, subject psychological warfare it's definitely a psychological warfare out here because you know a lot of people are getting privy to uh, well it's a lot of evil people out here in this world honestly a lot of evil people out here and you have to play the. and it's sad you have a lot of people that like to manipulate con you you know just just pure evil and people try you but you have to let them know hey you're not gonna get me because i know i peep game and of course through experience i've learned to watch you have to play everything mental life is and i know y'all heard this quote life is 90 percent um excuse me <laughs> however that quote goes life is I, I can't think of the quote right now but it's um 90 what happens and 10 percent how you react to it or something like that that's true it's everything is mental and you have to be careful about you know your uh how you deal with pressure and how you deal with uh stress and all that um but everything is mental. When you go to your job, they're playing psychological warfare with you. They're seeing how much they can get out of you. But you have to know, man, something happens to me. I'm just another body. Yeah, you're an asset to your job. And every uh, you should do your job with pride. We all do. Now, you got some people that just don't give a damn. But we ain't talking about them. We talking about the people that take pride in their work. And um they're going to get what they can out of you. But you just have to know, like. It's all a game here. Everything is a game, life is a game. So it's like you have to play everything mental as far as keeping your emotions intact, how to deal with pressure, um, looking out for those evil people because there's gonna be people that try to manipulate and take advantage of you. And you just have to be be cautious of how you move and, and be careful who you talk to too, man. Because people take your words and get used against you. Trust me, I'm, I'm living proof of that. And I have to actually, even telling y'all that, I have to tell myself that because somebody could take what I'm saying on my, my own platform and use it against me. So I have to be cautious of the message that I'm giving out. That's why it takes me a little bit longer to give y'all this content because I know y'all know it's fire. But I, that's besides the point. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I just I have to be mindful of what I'm trying to convey and uh so it is and and for those I, I mean i hate to get spiritual but it is spiritual warfare as well you know you got a lot of um lost souls out here that just don't don't care like that want to do people harm so you have and it's sad because we're on edge every day the stuff you see on the news that's why you have to kind of to you have to and i noticed this on youtube youtube will or, or any uh, uh any social site, I love watching sports clips. I love like shows like Undisputed First Take. Um, love the Black uh, Breakfast Club, or whatever. They'll show you. Y'all ever notice when you go on uh go to your favorite s- social site and say based on what you like, based on what you search, if you just stick to what you like. You don't have to worry about going on the explore page and watching people getting killed or whatever. Filter all that out, and you could do that in your real life. Filter all the bad spirits and and souls out of your life so you could stay drama-free. Trust me, if you exclude all that and and exit all of those bad souls out of your life, you'll have a peace of mind And there's nothing more. I don't care what what you do for a living, what kind of lifestyle you live. If you don't have a peace of mind, trust me, you're going to pay for it. There's a peace of mind is priceless. So that's what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all. It, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a spiritual and psychological warfare going on that no man is safe from. You can use the enemy in you to do bad, or you can use the God in you to help. And it's up to you. And we make a choice every day that we wake up out of bed. What kind of day is this going to be? You set the tone. Thank God when you wake up. For those uh, of you that are in my audience, that's uh, are spiritual like myself. Thank, uh, thank God when I wake up and I get ready for the day because I know that what I'm gonna be up against, what I'm gonna be batting up against. So don't strike out and just go for the, go for the uh, uh, curveball, and you and, and you swing and miss. Like damn. I shouldn't even did that. I shouldn't give this person my emotion. I shouldn't let them get me mad. People are going to try to piss you off, especially when they know they got you. They're going to try to do it on purpose. Do I know why people get a pleasure out of it? No, I don't. But, okay, if you don't know, like, damn, why they doing that? Okay, but once you find out they like to do that, it's your fault if you keep falling for the okie doke. That's like when Floyd used to box. Floyd used to beat beat him up all 10, 10 11 rounds. And that twelfth round, he got him against the ropes, and he gonna hit him with that that shoulder roll and knock knock him yeah, out. <laughs> but that that's a young Floyd. But y'all get what I'm trying to say. So just just watch out. You know what you're giving your energy to. Your your uh, um. You know, just be just just be very careful. Um, and um, y'all'll be all right, man. So uh, we're gonna segue. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that on y'all brain to uh to marinate and, and hit me up, man. We we can talk about it. I don't I don't mind you know talking about my 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 work with my audience. That's what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to dissect it, live with it. I'll let it marinate on y'all brain for a few days, and then hit me up. We could talk. About, hey, Guru, what you mean? I won't mind. So, I want to go into the next topic, which is this, uh, man, it's, 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 this right here, Mike, I, I, bro, we, this crazy right here, bro, like, this gossiping, man, oh, man, I hate this so bad. Now, I'm not justifying if women do it, It, it's just as bad. First of all, you shouldn't be talking about nobody behind their back, and I know we all guilty of it in some way, but... I I gotta hold myself accountable. Not saying I do it, but you know we all do it sometimes. And I have to check myself, like, bro, come on, man, and and you sh- anything you sh- you could say to somebody when they not there, you should be man or woman enough to say it to their damn face. Now, um, I see nowadays, man, in, in my and in, in, in whatever walks of life. I see more men doing it than women and women is, uh, gossiping is supposed to be a women thing a lot men do it more than women now it's crazy what happened to the code the simple code of just being a man some certain things a man should not do and gossiping is one of them here's my here's my here's my little 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 theory on on a man obviously if you have children obviously that's your number one priority for the roof over their head, food in their mouth, all that I shouldn't have to say that. That's a given. But as far as like your social interaction with other people, gossiping as a man don't stop that, fam. Don't come. It ain't a good look, bro. Now there are some loose lips out here, and I and I get that. Something and that even goes back to the Bible. It's been cast like this for forever, but. You gotta be the change in the world you wanna see. If you don't want nobody gossip, stop gossiping about everybody, man. Stop getting on people. Like I had a conversation with one of my partners a few weeks ago and he was saying that um um cat worried about um uh um who he's uh uh um in a relationship with. Now a grown man Mike married, got kids of his own, bro. Worry about another man and what he got going on, and then he said they made up their own little uh, ch- group chat about him. What kind of uh, sh- uh, what I'm trying to uh, uh, peel back on the profanity? What kind of lame ish is that, man? You worry about another man? Why you, bro? You you got you already got a lot going on. I mean, so I, I think that's incredibly lame. We all should be. Lifting each other up, man. Yo, I see what you're doing. Good good look. But it don't work like that. There's some people that's jealous of my platform, I'm sure. I, I mean, it it is what it is. There's going to be jealousy that's out there. But we shouldn't look at it like that. Don't look at another man's or a woman's, their path, and stop comparing yourself to somebody else. Because you, what's for you is going to happen for you. You don't know what they done went through. You don't know what they're going through at that current moment. And I had to learn that myself. Everything I'm telling y'all is coming from experience or things that I see. I had to learn that as well when I was a youngster, like, man, why I ain't get into that school or, or why I ain't got that whip?" I had to learn to grind, get on my then I got the car I eventually wanted to drive. Had to go to a small school. Then I got into that university I wanted to get into. So you have to go through your process. And that's another topic I'm gonna touch on after I come back from break. But right now, I want to just let y'all know, man. Stop gossiping. Let the women do that. And I know it ain't it ain't right for them either, but let them do that, man. It, it it's not a good look, a grown ass man sitting up there. Hey man, you you see what uh what's his name? Man, he got on them shoes. Bruh, come on, bro. Like, okay, and I bet you his bills paid. Your shit probably passed due. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stop talking about somebody, man, when when you ain't you ain't perfect. You know what I'm saying? That's nah, it's hard right, to crack a joke on I'm saying, roll somebody. It's, it's that's all fun. But when you seriously saying, oh, what's her name ain't got no job? You don't know what that man going through. You or, or that woman, you don't know. So stop doing that shit, man. And that's all people do on social media all day. Gossip, you know what I'm saying, see see what another person has got going on. Now, they don't follow your ass, but they're going to look on your Insta story to see what you do. I, I get that all the time. People that don't follow me, but as soon as I post something, they be the first one of the first ones to see what I got going on. And that's sad, bro. If you want to know that bad, just click the follow button, man. Just click it. That's all you got to do. Because you coming on my page anyway, and and I, if you have a business page or analytical page, uh, um, Instagram will tell you uh, how many profile visits you get. So you, I, I know you coming. Just click the poll, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to take a little break, and w- when I get back from break, I'm going to answer y'all questions, and we're going to hop back in it. Holla. Okay, hey everybody, you listening to Guru. But this right here is Status Season, letting you know that I think this is the male version of me from Florida. But anyway, listen to his content. Listen to my content. That's Guru the podcast and this is me, you know, me over here, Status Season the podcast. Um but yeah, this is his channel. I just wanted to show love because um he deserves it, you know. Especially if your content is like Close to mine, or as good as mine, but whatever. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, the Guru. I'm back at you. About to answer these questions. It's a little segment I created. It's called Ask Guru, Ask the Guru, however you want to name it. So I got a few questions that I'm um I'm gonna answer. First question I got is from my home girl Vanessa out of L.A. Shout out to the West Coast. She sent me a couple questions. Uh, Make sure y'all go check out her podcast. It's called Speak Up. Um, She said, how do you feel is the most effective way to help someone's business? Well, good question. I feel like the most effective way is um, the biggest way, marketing. Um, You know, I always believe that um, if you, like, I always love what Ross said. You got to rock it like if your dog got something, you got to rock it like it's your own. So if if my homeboy or my family, they got a T-shirt line, I'm going to wear that T-shirt just like I love to wear my own brand. So And I'm going to promote it on my page. I'm going to promote it. We're going to cross promote. That's something that I love to. when I saw Rest in Peace to Nip, but him and Ross would cross promote. Ross uh, Ross has the Bel Air and and the Rich by Rick Ross beard care nip had the marathon clothing so you'll see a picture of them two posted up together nip got the um um rich by rick ross beard care on his table and the bear lair ross got the marathon shirt on that's cross promotion so if we both do that like for instance what we do in this media game our podcast Let's do a shout out for a shout out. Let's throw you on, I'll throw you on my Insta story. You throw me in your Insta story. Let's make a couple posts. You know, y'all from out of LA, I'm down here in Florida. I want some West Coast fans. I know y'all want some down South fans. Let's, we can do it like that. So, you know, we all, we all doing our podcast out of love, but we going, we eventually want to turn it to a business as well. So that's my way of saying, um, being most ef- effective and efficient. Marketing, cross-promotion, cross-branding, whatever you want to call it. Second question um, she sent, it's, uh, what do you feel is the biggest change that the death of the legend Nipsey Hussle has made on the black community? Another good one. Wow. Um, Well, first and foremost, it'll never be another Nipsey, ever. Um, Nipsey was one of the... uh, Man, just a, a great human being, man. I just I'm still in more like I knew him, like, but his music was that good and that great where you feel like, you know, he he can give you game in his bars. Like yeah, I felt like it was he was a big brother. For real. Like, you know, he always said, you know, F the middleman, we're gonna do it out the trunk, and that really um Kind of like I took that method, grabbing by the horns because you don't need a middleman, especially when I first started podcasting, especially on my other show. I didn't need somebody, a network to validate my content. I'm gonna do, I'm I'm gonna go hand in hand and promote it myself, and and you know and and do what I gotta do on my own. And um, only big thing that a a, a big network could do for me. Is we we can do a partnership. Now that's one thing to for them to own your rights, but if you do a partnership, that's something different. They won't own all your content. Y'all having a partnership and a distribution type thing. So that's one of the ways. Um, it, it's gonna affect us forever. But you know, not only you know we're not gonna get music, and I feel like that's selfish, especially. And I'm th- talking about myself. I'm like, man, we won't get another Blue Aces 3 or, you know, but most important, that man's family. He, a small part of him was an entertainer and and a great hip hop artist, but he gave back to his community. You know, he showed dudes that you, you know, you can come from harsh realities and, and be something and be something that people inspire to be. All over the world, Nip ain't just loving in L.A. That was his stomping grounds, but we love him down south. They love him on the east. They love him the midwest. So he got love everywhere. But L.A. was his home. So you know we affected everywhere. So it's never gonna be the same. Somebody that's a that was a real one in his entertainment industry. He always said, "I never let white America pimp me," and I know he meant that, and he did you know so he showed us you can ha- you can be black and 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 have a lifestyle you can lead and, and and get money the legal way you can be an entrepreneur you can do whatever your dreams are and never let anybody put a limitation on that and and that's something that we will really remember Nipsey by. but the most important thing we could do for his to keep his legacy going is we can create more Nipsey's not in the as not in the sense of duplicating him, but that's what the marathon was paying it for, keeping it going. Which gonna be obstacles and hurdles, but it continues on the journey. The marathon continues. So hope I answered that question really well. Next question I got is from my man Dre Day. Shout out to my dog Dre Day. Make sure y'all go check out his podcast Sports Way with Dre Day podcast. Shout out my dog from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, stand up! Shout out all my peoples on the East Coast. You already know what it is. And he asked me. He said, "No, let me find it." Uh, what's that? Do anyone want to be a special guest on your podcast? Absolutely, man. Um, a lot of people want to click up and work, man, and uh. So for those that do, and and we've discussed, I really appreciate, and I'm flattered by that. I, I definitely want to get get in and lock in and work with y'all too. Um, a lot of people from home want to click up um, from here, um, all over. You know, um, I just believe in um, why y'all haven't. Why I've had a guest, one guest so far, but I didn't. I don't want my show. There's a reason why I haven't had one since. And um, I want I wanted my audience to be... I wanted to solidify myself with my audience. I didn't want my show to be guest-friendly. I get people asking me all the time, yo, guru, yo, get me on there, man, da-da-da. I got plenty of people in mind that I want to lock in and work with and that I've told my producer about. But I want to make sure that my audience knows me for me before I, before I ever proceeded into having people on. I never wanted my my show to be guest 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 heavy i i'll bring a guest on when i feel that the the what we want going to talk about is efficient enough to have a guest on just like you know your favorite artist has an album and he got all, nothing but features on the album yeah you going to enjoy the music but you're like damn he got all these features so same thing with me if i had a guest uh, every time i recorded y'all would like the content but y'all won't appreciate, y'all won't get to know me. So that's something very str- strategic that I wanted to do. But, yeah, for sure, Dre, I'm going to have some guests on, man. And you're going to be one of them, homie. So uh, hold tight and y'all stay tuned, bro. Let me get into my next question. Next question that I got was, what motivates you? what motivates you the most? And how do you keep being motivated? That's a great question. 2 part at that. This is going to be the last one. Um, What motivates me the most is knowing that um, when I wake up every day, knowing that I put my best foot forward and then I'm I'm contributing to being a productive member of society and most importantly, how I feel within myself, um, my self-love, that I'm knowing that I'm able to, um, I have. I make my family proud. I make my friends proud. Everybody that cares about me, that's what motivates me and how I can affect their lives in a positive way. That's what motivates me every day to get closer to my goals. My podcast motivates me. When I see people giving me that love, saying, yo, wherever, all over the country, saying, yo, Guru, we mess with your show, man, keep it going, that motivates me. That motivates me to top my last effort you know i want this i want episode four to be better than the last episode which is clarity and clarity be better than episode two so every every time i want to put my best foot forward and 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 i and i feel like every show y'all get more of a glimpse of who i am as a person besides you know the personality guru y'all getting to know me as a man and then the next part of that question is um how do you stay motivated well it's it it's, it's a, that's another great part of the question because it's easy to get complacent you know i remember saying man i want 100 followers or i want 100 people to listen to my show now that i've cleared all of that um how do i stay motivated is just remaining humble and being grounded and knowing that um just as fast as you can create all this, it can be taken away from you even faster. So just just knowing that um keeping my humble beginnings in the front of my mind, not in the back of my mind. And just knowing where I want to go, that's what keeps me motivated. Cause I could have been chilling when I got to a thousand. But no, I want to get better. You know, I'm working like, you know, that uh I only got a couple people listening to me when I when I, even though that's not true, but I, I'm working like that, so that's how I stay motivated. Like this can be taken from me any day, or, or I don't have anybody listening to me. Like I'm, I'm hungry, and I will always have that hunger. When, whenever I, my, sh- my, my show is gonna keep expanding, but I'm always having that hunger and humbleness to, to my show, and, uh, and keep that integrity intact. So, thank y'all for all y'all questions that y'all submitted. I hope I answer the questions with uh, a sense of uh, clarity and being uh, and transparent. So we're going to jump back into the show in a second. I'll... Yo, what up? It's your boy the Guru here. I'm back. Um, fresh off of me answering the questions, my little interlude. So I want to jump back into uh, my next topic, which is too much simping going on. Hey, man. I know last week I got on the ladies a little bit, but fellas, I'm, I'm coming for y'all now. It's too much simping going on, man, and, and, and what I mean for that, you can't say if, if a girl or whoever you're dealing with, bro, if she don't want to be with you, dog, you can't throw a cape on her, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's what Drake used to be known for. I, I'm pretty sure he still do it. Drake, Drake was known for a cat to save her, bro. And, and and I see a lot of fellas doing it, and and to each his own. Who am I to judge? But I could definitely talk about it on my podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's it's I see that a lot of y'all y'all brothers, man, and, and y'all y'all the type of brothers, man, that is is respectable. But y'all y'all trying to save these thotties, and they don't want to be saved, bro. Y- you 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 can't do that. You can't walk into a strip club. be like. You know you don't even need to be here. That's simp shit to me, man. <laughs> you can't do that. It's like you going to the club. For those of y'all that's that club, I know I don't. But you going to the club or whatever social uh um environment that you in. And there's females up in there. You know, you got your brothers in there. And. You, you people confront all they want to. Nah, I just go to the club Bro, you go to the club to snatch you something, bro. Like, stop playing, man. You know what I'm saying? But um <laughs> you go to the club or where bar, or whatever, lounge or whatever you have. You see something something that catch your eye at the bar. And um and and uh you go up to her and you know, you step to her the right way. And uh she say, Oh, no thanks or whatever cool just just let it go bro i done seen cats plenty of times following girls all around the bar and they just making her making him look like he follow her around like he a puppy dog you know what i'm saying like like a little maltese walking around the the bar like it's sad man and it make you lose respect for i'm like fam you see all these honeys in here and you want that one bro she done told you no you know what I'm saying? You get, you can go up to 10 girls. Three not going it, it it's 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 a 10, 10 people therapy. Few people gonna say yeah, a few people gonna say no, somebody, some peeps a couple people gonna be in the middle or whatever. But don't stop there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he just hey, you hey, can I talk to you for a second? And you know, once a, a girl, once a homegirl's uh uh tell you. Don't give you that cosign you know you ain't getting at him. Because <laughs> home homegirl, that's the ultimate cosign. Because she going to, like, y'all going to be vibing or whatever. And uh, she going to tell her homegirls about you. And her, her, her homegirls going to want to meet you. You feel me? That's the thing. But the fellas won't, you know, hey, man, this 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 who I'm, who I'm rocking with. F if you don't like it or not. We don't, we don't, fellas, we don't need that. You know what I'm saying? If you don't like it, hey, that sounds like a personal problem. But uh, the honeys, excuse me, the ladies, uh, uh, she going to say, oh, you know, I met this guy. First thing uh, sh- uh, uh, another uh, her friend going to say, what he look like. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if she give you that cosign, that, <clears throat> I don't know why, but that's how the ladies in their own circle validate each other. Because once her friend give you that yay or nay, and you in there, you in there. So now all you got to do is just not not screw up after that so but yeah fellas stop stop following these girls uh, women around the club man when it's you 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 turn your turn your head is is some to your left right corner behind you stop following them around bro she tell you no she tell you no stop telling us you ain't got to do the she know that but she still want to do what she want to do you can't you can't be a captain saver bro stop that man we in 2019 that's so Hell, they ain't even accept that in the 90s either. So I don't think it's ever been accepted, Mike. <laughs> no simping going on, bro. Hashtag no simping. So we're gonna segue to the to the next topic, man. Lastly, the the power of, of of loyalty. Um, well, inner peace. Inner peace is um something that I can briefly touch on. Cause that's the uh, self-titled topic of the episode. Um, inner peace is uh, it's very important. Inner peace is something that, when everything is chaotic around you, and you're able to just be calm and know that everything's gonna be all right, that's inner peace. When things are around, wreaking havoc and 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 you feel like you can't go on, but you're calm inside. That's inner peace. And I feel like a lot of people, they need peace, man. Because a lot of people, you'll be surprised, a lot of <clears throat> people's lives, excuse me, are chaotic and they just need a break. So I just wanted to briefly just let y'all know the power of peace. And and, and there's nothing wrong with yoga. Talk to somebody when you're feeling overwhelmed. Just always have peace, the number one priority in your day, keep peace but the power of loyalty is um is is is, is, is very uh it's a major thing. Are you loyal because and, and and being loyal at as a convenience are you loyal to somebody being loyal is when things aren't benefiting you. You know, are you loyal to somebody because they, they're they doing something for you? Or are you loyal because you're holding it down? Um, and you got to ask yourself that. Now, there's plenty of people that's, you know, loyal because they're convenient. Like, like say, you're loyal to somebody because they take you to work every day. That's being loyal because of convenience, or they buy you something, or or whatever. Um, that's that's being loyal to you at a convenience, or you're with somebody, or we could even take it to monogamy. You're loyal to someone that um, you know, that lets you. Let's see here, you're loyal to them because they 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 benefit you and, and such. Maybe they give you. Um, money, or or they let you sleep in their house of uh, free of charge, um, or you know they they love you, or or you know I'm not necessarily saying that you're using them, but it's out of convenience. Now, if that person pulls the plug or whatever they're benefiting you with, how you react that shows what kind of intentions that you had the whole time. You know what I'm saying. And being loyal just to be loyal is very strong because I always pray God bless me with the gift of real loyalty. And I've always been loyal. Sometimes loyal to a fault. I've been more loyal to people than they've been more loyal to them damn selves. And that's facts. Um, you know, you have to just remain true to yourself and 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 being loyal in this society is very underrated because we have so many people that's <clears throat> uh, that <clears throat> step on your toes and cross you all the time. It's a rare case that somebody is loyal. You know, I'm not talking about the Chris Brown song. I'm talking about real loyalty. Um, and and lo- being somebody being loyal to you is a gift. And, um, and I came across my man Ace Hood, who's the most underrated rapper, not only out of my state in Florida, but just period in the rap game. And I want to say this before I get into what I'm about to say. Before Kodak Black, there was Ace Hood. They made this, well, Ace doesn't make that same content anymore, but that street young dude from Florida, that was Ace first. And, um, yeah, y'all go back and do your homework on Ace. What's up, man? Um, Yeah, man, Ace straight out of Deerfield, Broward County. But, yeah, before it was Kodak, Ace was doing that same thing. Now his music, his content is about um, evolving. And, and Ace did it the right way. You're supposed to grow and evolve as you get older. Obviously, you're not doing the same thing that you used to do. Now his music is about, you know, um, uh, trials and trips that he went through as a father, uh, as 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 somebody that's in a serious relationship, Um you know his last few bodies of work has been awesome, from his album Trials and Tribulations to uh, Starvation Five, that with a lot of substance. Ace always supplies substance in his raps, even early on too. So I wanna—I um, came across this uh, interlude that um, Ace was talking on his album Trust the Process 2. and I, I think uh, I think it'd be great if I shared it with y'all. Mike, give it to him, bro. Loyalty ain't just when it's convenient Like loyalty ain't when it's convenient That's why I said what I said People scream loyalty and loyalty and loyalty But if he ain't give you that bag he ain't create that opportunity Would you still be loyal to him? You probably wouldn't You know what I mean? But it's convenient for you at that time to be, to, to do so So you going play your part and play the position that's, that's what I'm just li- looking to connect with motherfuckers that's creative and I just want to build some shit, not only for themselves, but want to build it together. Like, build this thing that's incredible, because it all starts from here. You know, I look at Dre and all of the people in Incredible who done done it before in the past. Like, it started from ideas and somebody believing, a few people believing to say, all right, going to do this. All right, going to do this. All right, we're going to do this. So you hearing that, that's something that what Ace was saying, you know. Are you convenient because, like he said, somebody that's gonna get you that bag or, or do anything for you, you know? He was DJ Khaled's first artist ever, and I'm pretty sure DJ Khaled promised him things that he didn't receive, but he was still loyal to him. He was his first artist, so when you're when you're the first of everything, you're you have you're working out the kinks, you know. You're like a a, a a a a a test dummy, if you will, because you're the first. It's it's an experiment. And that's my personal opinion that I feel like the way DJ Khaled um parted ways with Ace Hood, I didn't agree with because I felt like you, you wanted to make this man a, a one-hit wonder and ace has so much to provide, you know, just not a, a a cat that um yeah Ace is known for his fitness and his physique or whatever, but he he, he wasn't that type of rapper to take his shirt off on. Ace was talking about some real stuff, man. And Khaled uh, said um, and it was the point of Ace's career he he um, was at a standstill. And this is when Khaled kind of blew up off the Snapchat. Khaled said, I want a million out before I let you out your contract. So, you know. But he still got a lot of fans that people still rock, especially down here. Love Ace in Florida, man. Florida, we know what it is, bro. But in all, I wanted to just share everything with y'all, you know, just remember, to just I want to say this before I get out of here. There's going to be people that give your, give their opinions on how they want your life to be. Don't listen to them. Only person that you should listen to is your damn self. People are going to tell you what you should should do. Don't listen. You march to the own beat of your drum. And remember... Keep listening to me. (laughs) And, um, nah, but all seriousness, man, follow your dreams, man. Because we only here one time. We won't get a do-over. This ain't Grand Theft Auto. We only here one time. Follow your dreams. Give a damn how old you is. And that's real. Don't let nobody use your age, your gender, nothing against your race, nothing against you, sexual orientation, nothing. We all have, yes, there's hurdles and minorities, you already know what I'm talking about. But don't let that stop you, because we're here. We're one of the divine. So I want to let I want I want to leave that with y'all, man. Hope y'all enjoyed this one. I'll be back at y'all soon with part five. Holla.